0: Hey everybody, welcome to Here's the Deal. Um, I'm Rick Countryman, I'm the host, and I'm glad you're, uh, you're joining me here. I know many of you are listening on the podcast and I'm, I'm grateful for that. Hopefully the sound quality is getting better. And uh, and if you are listening on the podcast, make sure you, you, you give me a rating and leave a review. That way it kind of gets out there to more people. That's sort of how it works. If you're watching on Facebook, maybe you're watching it live right now, or maybe you're watching it at some other moment. I'm glad that you're joining in. Make sure you hit share. Get, get it out to your friends. Leave a comment or whatever. Once again, that's kind of how... Um, the word gets out. Tell your friends about it. And uh, anyway, I'm glad you're with us. Uh, And I have been talking uh, for the last couple of weeks, really been talking to the gals out there, but I think these principles go both ways. I've been talking about what you ought to look for when you're, you know, thinking about getting married and uh, really been given a lot of thought to doing a conference, a Choose Wisely conference. In fact, I put a bunch of stuff together. I'm kind of thinking it through and dreaming about it. I think it would be super uh, informative. I think it would be encouraging. I think it would be a blessing. Uh, I think a lot of good things would happen to a Friday night, Saturday conference. And I'm giving you maybe a little taste to some of the things that we might do, general sessions and breakout sessions, things like that. But anyway, so to maybe get us started, let me uh, let me do a quick review of the last couple of weeks. These are things that, ladies, you want to look for when you're uh, thinking about a guy. And you might be in high school right now. Maybe you're a young gal and you're in high school. You know what? Maybe someday, you know, it's God's will you get married. These would be things you had to write down in your journal somewhere, in your, you know, in your Bible or whatever. And, and remember these things. That this is good wisdom uh, for all of you that are listening. So the first thing I talked about was obviously they have to be a person who has a relationship with the, the scriptures. You know, and I'm gonna put aside the idea that they're a believer. That that's the number one thing. But but they but but I want you to understand that the, the person that you're dating, the person that you're thinking about maybe marrying, saying I do to, has to be somebody who has a relationship with the scriptures. They they love the word of God, they love to read the word of God, they love to study the word of God, love to meditate on the word of God, they like to memorize the word of God all with a heart that they wanna live out the Word of God. I'm in a, uh, a Bible study with guys, and we have a memory verse each week. We just write it in these little three by five packets, and, and the verse that we're memorizing uh, this week is Genesis 3, 7, which says, "'Then the eyes of both were opened,' that's the eyes of both Adam and Eve were opened, "'and they knew that they were naked, "'and they sewed fig leaves together, and made themselves loincloths. And that's our memory verse uh, uh, this week. So number one, they they need to be somebody who who has a relationship with the the, the word of God. Okay. Number two, they have to be a member of a church, right? And not just a member, but an active member. And when I say active member, probably the word that that best describes an active member is that they serve somewhere in their local church. And, And that's easy to find out. It's easy to find out if, if they really are serving at the church, you know, and you just say, hey, I want to come and watch you sing. I want to come and watch, a, you know, hold babies. I want to come and watch a mentor teenagers. I want to come and see you serving at your church. That's an important thing, that they're not just a member of the church, but they're an active member, that they're serving at their church. And then a real practical one is, do they have a job? They should have a job. If you're thinking about getting married to a guy, they ought to have a job. I was talking with a gal this past week who, when she uh, when she got married, the guy she was dating was a great guy, but he didn't have a job, and he had kept telling her, "Hey, you know, I'm just in between jobs right now. I'm going to get a job." They've been married now for about 15, 17 years, and guess what? The guy's had like two jobs. I mean, he just basically sits at home, plays video games. Look, never marry a guy unless they have a great track record in terms of working. The Bible has a lot to say about men who work. They need to work. Okay, so, so those are the first three that we looked at. Then we looked at the idea that they need to be generous They need to be people who who are giving. Uh, They need to be somebody who consistently gives to their church. And maybe your church calls it a tithe. Uh, Our church calls it a, a love gift. We have a moment of joy where we bring our gifts and offerings to the Lord. And you ought to know, hey, this man that I'm thinking about marrying is somebody who's generous. They're generous to the Lord. They're giving to the Lord and his work and the mission that God has for whatever church it is that they uh, attend. Jesus said that where your money is, that's where your heart's gonna go. And so you show me a guy who's not giving any money to his church and I'll show you a guy whose heart's not there because that's what Jesus said. And so please make sure that they're, they're generous then I talked about the fact that they, they need to be somebody who's not in debt. In other words, they have self-control. They're not always whipping out the credit card and paying for things. They, they don't, as James talks about, they don't presume upon the future. They, they pay for things. You never want to get married to a guy, or if you're a guy out there, married to a gal who's just up to their eyeballs in debt because once you say I do, once you get married, you, that becomes your debt too. And it kind of becomes like a millstone around your neck. And so if somebody's in debt, that tells you a little bit of something about how they manage their money. And that ought to be a red flag for many of you. And then last week I ended with the idea that they need to be a forgiving person. They need to have a forgiving heart. You know, the Bible says that um, we've been forgiven much, right? Therefore, we ought to be people who, for, who are you know, quick to forgive. Everybody's gonna make mistakes. Everybody's gonna blow it. And we all need to be people uh, who have forgiving hearts. In fact, I, I told you last week, marriage is about two great sinners who come together. And when two great sinners come together, oftentimes they create little sinners, if you will, and they're better, you better be married to somebody who has a forgiving heart, otherwise it just isn't gonna last very long. All right, so I'm gonna now get into some new things. and. And, and this first one's just really super practical, ladies, okay? One of the things you need to find out is, do they want to be a dad? Do they want to be a dad? Do they want to be a father? Because there are a lot of guys out there, and you know, you know, they're great guys. They love the Lord. They have a relationship with the scriptures. They're, they're a member of a church. They're active in a church. they they got a great job. They're generous. They're not in debt. they got a forgiving heart. But for whatever reason, they don't want to have children. And if you do, then you gotta, a, a, it's not a good match. It wouldn't be a wise choice. This has nothing to do whether they're a good person or not. They may be a fantastic person, as I said. They just don't wanna have children, and you do. And so guess what? You, you, you can't go, I'll marry them, and then I'll change their mind. No, you don't wanna do that, that's not fair. That, that, that's, that's treating them crummy, and we're gonna to get to, to that in a, in a few weeks. So you ask a practical question. If you want to have children, just say, hey, I'm looking for a guy who wants to have kids. Do you? Yeah, I do. Great. Or maybe, ladies, you don't want to have children. And so you ask the, the guy you're dating, do you want kids? And if they say, yeah, I want a whole bunch of them, probably not a good fit, right? This is, this is the idea of choosing wisely, and there are certain things certain questions certain ideas or whatever they might be that you got to ask you got to ascertain that's what the dating process is about right okay here's another one how, how do they treat their family or how do they treat your family Well, that's a, that, that that right there is huge do they does this guy respect your mother and father do 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 they really respect them? You may not be living at home, but man, when they interface with your mom and dad, how do how are how do how do how does he treat them? How does he treat his own mom and dad? And sometimes this doesn't apply. Maybe mom and dad have already died or whatever, but most of the time it does apply. And you don't want to you don't want to say I do get married to some guy who who treats your own parents in a disrespectful way. You don't want to do that because when you say I do, it's the coming together of families and families all need to come together. Here's another one, okay, a real practical one. Uh, have you talked with his friends? Have you just said, hey, listen, I, I, I'm really enjoying your company and, and I really sense this is going somewhere neat. I do want to talk with a couple of your friends. And ask them, hey, tell me about so and so. I want to know what kind of guy he is. I want to know whether, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing the right things. Is there something I'm missing? And hopefully his friends would be honest with you. Another one would just be, who are his friends? The Bible says that bad company corrupts good morals, right? So what kind of friends does he have? Are they good people? Are they good guys? Are they people who love the word? Are they people who are active in in a church? Do they have good jobs? Are they generous? Are they in debt? In other words, is he hanging around with like-minded people? Is he hanging around with people that have the same values as he does? And that doesn't mean he can't have some friends who don't. But you at least ought to know what his friends are like or what his friends are about or whatever. And then last but not least, at least for this week, I'll I'll give you four this week. Do you see the fruit of the Spirit in their life? You know, the Bible says in Galatians, you know, chapter five, that the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, you know, all these great things. Do you see that in their life? Do you see the fruit of God's Spirit within them in their life? Because if you don't, that that's a bad sign, okay? And that's not to say that they're perfect or they're going to have it all together or that all of the different you know varieties of fruit will be evident in their life. There are times when you might, in my life, you know, there might be great love, joy, peace, but maybe there isn't much patience. That's a f- piece of fruit that doesn't tend to grow on my tree <laughs> very well. In fact, today I had a problem with my computer and the fruit of patience is, is not real evident at times, uh, a lot of times. But do you see the fruit of the Spirit in their life? Isn't that a great just practical thing just to ask or look or observe? And, and, and if you don't see it, then, then boy, it ain't a match. It, this isn't the kind of person you want to be with, which is how I want to end my, the, the podcast today. Uh, I was talking with actually two people this past week. Uh, both of them I saw in person. One was at the church that I spoke at this past Sunday in series, the Big Valley Grace series uh, uh, campus. There were a gal came up to me, and then another one came up to me on, on the Modesto campus on uh, Monday. Uh, but it was this, hey, how long, you know, I can't find a guy like you're describing. And so how long am I supposed to wait? And I think, you know, I don't want to say these, these either one of these gals were old, but I think they told me they were in their 30s or something like that. And here's my answer to that. You'd, you're better off being single your entire life than to marry the wrong person. And to Marys uh, make an unwise choice, you know. Say all of a sudden you look at these things, and you know, well, well, they don't really love the Bible all that much. They don't really read the Bible, but who cares, you know? They're they're good looking. No, no. Or you know what? They they like the Bible, but they're not a member of a church, and they don't really serve at a church anymore. No, these are things that you know. What it may take a while. It may take years to find a man who has these qualities, but I want you to know something. It's worth the wait. It's worth it. You don't want to just make, you know pick somebody because you know what? They treat my family well. They, they don't know the Lord or they don't like the Bible or they're not very generous but they treat my family well or they got a really great job. They make great money, but you know what? they I, I don't, you know, they're, they're in debt up to their eyeballs. No, you don't want to compromise your values just to get somebody. And it may take time. And this might be where you know you and the Lord just are gonna get really close. You're gonna spend a lot of time with Him, trusting Him, relying upon Him, being patient, asking Him to help you be patient and all that kind of stuff. Because you don't wanna just rush into this. Man, saying I do, you know getting married entering into a covenantial relationship is a pretty weighty thing right and so these are things that i hope that god would use in your life i hope there are things that would encourage you maybe you're looking at these things and you're you're married right now and you're going man i i'm not i'm not really i'm not a member of a church maybe this is the moment where you go you know what i haven't been a great husband or maybe I haven't been a great wife, but here are some things that you can put into practice to become a better husband or a better wife or whatever it might be. Maybe you're in debt right now and you've been leading your family in a, in a really crummy way. Maybe this is the moment where you gather your wife and kids around and go, hey, look, dad's, dad's been foolish with his money. And today I'm going to start getting us out of debt because I think that's an important principle for us all to live by. I don't know which one of these you, know, you need to work on if you are married, but man, it's never too late. It really is never too late. So um, I'm thankful I had a chance to uh, be here with you all. I'm not sure next Wednesday I'm gonna be able to go live. I'm, I'm playing at a baseball tournament over in Scottsdale. I may go live over there and talk to you, maybe live there for a minute. But uh, anyway, don't forget, hit share, get this out. If you're watching on Facebook, uh, get the podcast if you, if you don't and leave a review and, and uh, give it a rating, okay? Hey, thanks everybody. Blessings.